Welcome to the Licking County Locker Room. Here on Kate 98.7, each week we feature a local high school from Licking County, interviewing the athletic director, coaches, players, and more. Live at Ship Brothers Brewing on Church Street in downtown Newark. Tonight's show is brought to you by Ship Brothers Brewing, Shamrock Printing, All-Star Embroidery, Pew's Designer Jewelers, Licking Memorial House Systems, Lashley Tractor Sales, Desserts Bakery, Buckeye Games and Flea Market, Park Lanes, Wright Brothers Power, and the Toy Store. Now, here's Brian Mays with the Licking County Locker Room on Kate 98.7. And a pleasant Monday evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Licking County Locker Room Live from Ship Brothers Brewing here in downtown Newark, 23 West Church Street to be exact. It is definitely fall weather these days now, football in high gear, and this is a perfect time to come on down here to Ship Brothers and have yourself some great food and great drinks, everything available at a great price as well. So hopefully you can join us here tonight or any night here down at Ship Brothers Brewing, 23 West Church Street in downtown Newark. Well, we have completed... Eight weeks of the high school football season, the fastest ten weeks of sports anywhere. Just two weeks to go in the regular season. LCL Cardinal up for grabs, LCL Buckeye up for grabs, playoff positioning, all that taking place in the next couple of weeks as teams gear up to hopefully continue their seasons to week 11. Let's recap what happened this past Friday night. Well, as we do on every Monday show here of the Licking County Locker Room, we feature a local high school, and tonight it will be the Utica High School Redskins that we will spotlight and speak to next. You'll have that for you right here on the Licking County Locker Room, live from Ship Brothers Brewing, here on Kate 98.7. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L01 series is part of our tractor lineup, rated number one in durability and owner experience. They feature powerful Kubota diesel engines and easy operation. A durable Kubota L01 series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Sainsville or online at LashleyTractor.com. Licking Memorial Health System's mission to improve the health of the community extends above and beyond providing quality health care services to Licking County residents. We value service and philanthropy and support local organizations that uplift and strengthen the entire community. LMHS is committed to supporting community benefits in arts and culture, housing and economic improvement, youth activities, social service organizations, higher education, and community service. Stop into the toy store and upgrade your ride with epic savings on Polaris ATVs and side-by-sides. This is Jeff Ward, and now, through October 31st, you can save on select Polaris Razor, Ranger, Sportsman, and General models. With rebates up to $3,000 and financing options as low as 1.49% APR for qualified buyers. Explore the impressive Polaris lineup during our Upgrade Your Ride sales event at the toy store. Polaris, think outside. Terms and conditions apply. Not all the qualified financing rates. See dealer for details. Driver must be at least 16 years old with a valid driver's license to operate. Before you know it, we'll be ringing in 2024. Go bowling for New Year's Eve at Park Lane. Call 740-899-4131, option 2, to make your reservations for New Year's Eve. As we're now taking the first 30 spots on each shift. Pick your shift. The first shift is 4 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. $80 per lane for up to 5 guests. Second shift is 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. for $130 per lane for up to 5 guests. Don't be left out. Call Park Lanes today. Must prepay for your reservation. Searching for a treasure? A special trading card? How about a video game? 
Buckeye Games and Flea Market is the place to visit. The video game and toy section will shock you. Visit the large flea market in the back where you'll find many vendors. You're sure to find that special treasure. New items daily. Shop early for Christmas at Buckeye Games and Flea Market. 857 South 30th Street in Heath. Open seven days a week. Desserts Bakery. For over eight years, serving 35 flavors of cupcakes, cookies, buckeyes, cake pops, donuts, and more. Order your custom cakes from Desserts Bakery for any occasion. 381 South 30th Street in Heath. Directly across from Wyan Avenue. Life is sweeter with desserts. aren't trophies. They're just barriers keeping pros like you from getting the work done. You know better than anyone that this business can be backbreaking. But that's all the more reason to partner with someone who has your back. Ferris is about helping you finish strong and feel good doing it. Ferris commercial grade mowers feature patented suspension technology that allows you to mow faster and get more done while keeping you comfortable so you can feel good tomorrow. Visit Wright Brothers Power today. Ferris. Work hard. Feel good. Hughes Designer Jewelers is excited to announce their new fashion line. Evocateur comes to life with vivid colors, sleek modern designs, stunning prints, and abstract watercolors. The Evocateur line at Hughes Designer Jewelers is 100% American-made, women-owned, and handcrafted by art-driven jewelers. Cuffs, necklaces, and earrings hand-gilded with 22-karat gold leaf. With so many options, you'll find the perfect piece. Visit Hughes Designer Jewelers, the place for unique, quality jewelry in downtown Newark. We're back talking high school football with the Licking County Locker Room. Live at Ship Brothers Brewing in downtown Newark here on Kate 98.7. And as we talked about, we're going to highlight the Utica Redskins tonight. And we welcome in first head coach Charlie Rowley. And coach, thanks for joining us again this year. And I tell you what, it's been a magical season. I know last week was a tough one losing at Johnstown, but you, you look at this ball club, you're currently 5-3. and three. You had the five-game winning streak. Thoughts about where the ball club is, where the program is right now? Yeah, uh, thanks for having us first off. Um, yeah, enjoying the season, um, just enjoying the group of guys that we have. Um, you know, this is a... Uh, group we've been looking forward to uh we got a good mix um with our older classes and and uh our young guys also really helping us out so um but yeah like you said the uh, the season has been um it's been great we've had a few disappointments here the last few weeks but um we're proud of what we're doing proud of what our kids are doing um you know we're going to continue to strive to improve and get better um but ultimately i think it's um it's been a you know it's been a process throughout the last few years and I think we're starting to see that pay off a little bit so um, just proud of uh, our, our kids taking our message taking what we're about um, continue to work and get better um, and now it is paying off on Friday nights and you mentioned the kids and they have to be bought in there's no question about it but you know, sometimes I think head coaches get overlooked because this is your your sixth year, and the first four years it was tough from a win loss perspective. But you kept the course and and still felt there was going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And you get to three victories last year, and now you're at five. So as much as it is for the players staying the course, I think it's it's vital that the head coach and your coaching staff believe in what you're telling these guys and say it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah, I appreciate that. Number one, um, you know, we've had a vision and we've had a belief, and um, you know, we we believe in what we're doing, and uh, 
just been able to stick stick on the course. I got a great coaching staff. The guys are bought in. They work hard. Uh, they care about these kids. Um, so you know, just having those guys to assist what we're doing. But uh, like you said, our players have um, they've gone through the system. Our seniors this year uh, were seventh graders when I first got the job. So they've kind of had the whole um, program. Um, I guess to say if that makes sense. So, um, but uh, yeah, proud of what we're doing. Um, I got a lot of great help with me, and um, ultimately our kids are bought into what we're doing, and, and they make the difference. The last four weeks, the Licking Heights game. Some people could say a miracle, a little bit, but you guys never quit until the final gun. You've got Newark Catholic. What a ball game that was. Heath was a back and forth, again, playing very well. And even Johnstown last week, you had the lead. The Johnnies are playing very good football. They're they're a different team than earlier in the year. And it's not like there's been a, either a letdown or the team not playing well. So to be in every ball game, I think, is important because now everyone's getting Utica's best shot. And, um, yeah, you would have loved to have won last week but again i wasn't there obviously but in in reading the stuff and looking at the stats you guys didn't play a bad football game yeah i don't think there's been a game this year where we've been you know disappointed in uh how we played or how our kids played i mean our kids are playing really hard they're playing with great effort they're playing physical um you know we told them that after the heath game and the johnstown game i mean john the johnstown game was disappointing we um we didn't play great in the second half but our kids played hard and never gave up, and we battled, and we had it. You know, we still had a shot at the end of the game. So, um, I can't ask for much more as a coach that our kids are—they're going to play every game, the whole game. They're going to play hard. They're going to do what we ask them to do. Uh, and with that, I don't have many complaints. Let's bring in one of those guys, and that's junior quarterback Hayden Piper. And uh, Hayden, you've had a great season, and as a leader of this team. I mean, when you guys started this year. Did you think you had something special maybe in front of you? Yes, I, 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 def, I definitely did. Um, so I've been growing up with all these guys that we've been playing with. This senior class, these these guys have been my best friends since before, I mean, since Betty football. So growing up with them and then just going into the season, I had high expectations for us. I mean, going into the season, I was like, we got to make playoffs. Like, that's the end goal. Uh, Utica hasn't made the playoffs since 2000, so just... That, that was what we were working for. I mean, we'd all go to weight room, and just our commitment this year has been definitely above what it has been in the years prior. And I apologize. I just said quarterback. I didn't mention linebacker. <laughs> My bad. I, we will get to that, I promise. Um, but as, as a leader of this team on offense, um, outside of, of week one, the offense has really done a great job running and throwing the ball, opening things up. Um, just just talk about when you go out there, the confidence that you have, not just in yourself, but in your line and, and the special skilled players you've got around you. Right. So credit goes out to all the online. I mean, without those guys, you don't have any confidence in the play that's coming. So just those guys, knowing you can run the ball whenever you want, getting four to five yards each carry, just knowing you can do that, that's that's the biggest thing. And then once teams have to stop the run, then we can spread it out. And we have some very talented guys out at wide receiver. Shout out to my, my best friend, Gavin Chen, breaking the all-time receiving record last week. And, I mean, we just got some guys this year. I mean, it's, it's been a fun year so far. But it's nice to have that type of safety blanket, isn't it, that you can throw the ball up and you know he's going to get it 90% oh, yeah, of the time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, is that something that you guys had been able to work on in the off season, just over just 
just that connection where you just kind of feel where he's going to be on the route, and he also knows when you're going to deliver that ball. Right. Well, I mean, it honestly goes into the summers when we were little, just throwing in the backyard, just, just building chemistry. Like, I know where he's going to be without, like, me even having to, like, tell him where to go. Like, against Johnstown, that last touchdown he caught, I said, hey, you're getting the ball. You better catch it. And he, go, he just, he's like, all right, I got you. And then he, he goes up and gets a nice catch. So, also, and this is probably going to be for both of you, um, you've gotten the community so engaged uh, in this program, and uh, the electric atmosphere that you had at home with the newer Catholic and Heath games, running out on the field, what's that like for you as a player? And then if you could follow up, Coach, your, your thoughts on that. I mean, just running out and all those fans are screaming at, at your own place. I mean, it's, it's definitely a different feeling. Like, you can't experience anything like Friday Night Lights, I'll tell you that. But... I mean, it's just, it's crazy, and then just having all your fans there, it just gives you that much more momentum to go through the game. I mean, without them, I don't know how that, that um, Catholic game would have went. Even at Licking Heights, we had a packed stand and an away game. I mean, without them late in the fourth quarter, who knows what could actually happen. Coach? Yeah, the uh, community, just community by, you know, support we've had, and we've always had. Um, they, they've supported us. Uh, every year, but a lot of buzz right now for sure. Um, Steam's been been full, and uh, it's been awesome being you know uh, as an alum myself, just seeing that um, it's it's something I'm proud of. And um, you know, as as a coach, I've had numerous people come up to me and um, just talk to me about the excitement and and just how they're enjoying watching us play um, and the product we're putting on the field. So uh, that stuff, those comments mean a lot to me um, with our team this year. What's it like playing for, for Coach? Uh, I love Coach Raleigh. This guy, he'd do anything for anybody. I mean, I know during the summer, some days I'd have to work, I'd text him the night before, hey, can you come in the weight room at 5 a.m. and let me in? He would lift with me half the time. I mean, he's just one of those guys that'll do anything for his players and just a great head coach all around. Now, don't do that in 10 or 15 years, Coach. If they ask you to lift, just open the, just open the door for them. You don't have to lift with them. But that, that commitment, I'm sure, just means uh, the world to you and the rest of the team that he, he's with you through, through thick and thin. Yeah, for sure. I mean, whether it's football or just life, I, I can talk to him about anything. I know he'll listen and he'll give a genuine response and we'll work through things and we'll get everything done. All right, so linebacker, um, what's that like? I mean... You know, it is a different kind of skill set that you have to be a quarterback versus linebacker. So, one, why are you doing it? They need you so badly on offense. Uh, why are you playing like They made me. I'm just joking. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I, I like playing linebacker. I actually started on varsity linebacker my freshman year, so I've been playing linebacker in the varsity level longer than I've been playing quarterback. And I don't know. I've always liked defense when I was growing up. It's just something that I've always just had a passion for. And it's kind of fun to flip the switch each drive. When you get off of offense, you have to go flip the, the mental switch in your head and go play defense and stop, get a three and out, and then you got to go back to offense and just like, hey, what am I going to do here? It's, it's two different sets of thinking, for sure. Does it help you in, one, reading defenses as a quarterback, and then on defense looking at some, some schemes that you're seeing on offense and maybe does help you from, from even a mental standpoint? No, yeah, for sure. Playing defense for this long at this high of a level, I mean, the pace is fast on the varsity, so just under, being able to understand how those guys are moving on defense defi definitely has given me an uh, upper hand on offense, for sure. And we've talked a lot about the Utica offense this year, and it, it does get a lot of pub, but your defense has made some big plays. I mean, we, we can go back to the newer Catholic game and, and the stand you make on fourth down there, but 
your offense can win you a lot of games, but the defense keeps you in a lot of games. Yeah, I would say our defense is, is playing really well. Um, proud of those guys and, and our coaching staff. They, um, they're playing fast. They're playing physical. They're playing aggressive. Um, they've shown great improvement, and, and I would say the defense is definitely a strong point of our team. Um, and, and we thought they could be coming into the season. Um, we got some good players, and, and, and they're working hard. So, uh, and not, you know, it's kind of. Uh, I think our defense and offense can can play well off of each other. Um, you know, one thing with our defense, the way they're playing, and, and this guy, the way he's playing quarterback, is, um, you know, we haven't really turned the ball over, which has been huge um, in in some of those wins that we've had. So uh, I think our yes, O, o and D <laughs> play well off of each other. You play Northridge coming up this Friday, and. They're a better team than what we saw Friday against Heath, and, and they have made some improvements. So it's early in the week, but what's your, what's your thoughts on the, on the Vikings coming up Friday? Yeah, it's going to be another LCL battle. Um, we, we, we know that each and every week. There's um, it's something we've really harped with our guys um, really all season is it doesn't matter who the opponent is. We have a standard that we expect to play at and that we know we can play at. So, um, you know, rivalry week. Uh, they'll they'll be ready to play. Um, you know, based off watching film, I think Coach Calhoun's doing a good job, and and they'll be ready. Um, they've got a good scheme, so uh, we've we've prepped each week like we always would, uh, but we've really put an emphasis and focus on us, uh, us improving each week, us doing what we do each week. Obviously, prepping for our opponent, um, but putting us as the focus and priority. And if they want to establish their running game, which obviously they do, possessions could be limited more than what you see in other games. So you talked about not having the turnovers happen and things of that nature, but when you know this could be a a clock that's, you know, maybe one or two possessions per quarter, I mean, how much more detail do you want to work on that in practice about just maintaining the importance of, of drives and, and having the ball in your hands? Yeah, we got finished drives. That's been a been a um, discussion point for us quite a bit here lately is finishing. Um, you know, we're a, we can zip the ball around, but we're a run-heavy team. I mean, we um, we run the ball quite a bit also, so we can – we can shorten the game down a little bit too, but um, it does make those possessions, um, I guess, more valuable. Uh, we got to finish, uh, take care of the ball, move the chains. Um, you know, every every possession not to be a score, but you got to move the chains. You got to flip the field. Um, you know, put our defense, as we've already talked about, in a good situation. Um, we've done that some games this year, but uh, yeah, finish. You know, we've talked a ton about finishing um, execution. I would say, uh, and finishing drives. The goals are still there that you talked about: postseason, winning records, things of that nature. I don't want to. I don't want to make this a negative question because it's it, it's hanging there, and I'm sure the community's talking about it. And when you're this, you see it, and you've just got a couple of games left. How do you maintain the the poise that you need as a team versus the excitement of maybe? getting both of those goals in the next couple weeks? Well, it just all comes down to going into games not overconfident, just knowing your opponent is going to bring their best, and we got to bring our best, too. So it's just, we, we just got to play to our ability. We know we can get the job done, but it's just a matter of fact if we can do it.
and I, I have full confidence in all of our guys, and all of our guys have full confidence that we can reach this end goal and do something that our program hasn't done in a long time. And was the feeling still good about that even after last week? Because, I mean, you're, you're very positive. I can tell that you're a very positive individual, which quarterbacks and linebackers need to be. But overall, the team still feeling good about what you have accomplished, because you have accomplished a lot this year, and what still remains. Yeah, so... Obviously, after that Johnstown game, we were a little upset, but one of, one of the things our team preaches is you can be upset for a night, but you come in Saturday practice tomorrow morning, it's all about that next team. That, that game's passed. You can't think about that or else it's just going to keep dragging you down. So, I mean, we just got to go into everything with a positive mindset and just reach our goals. And they're right there. They're, they're right there for sure. Coach, one of the things I like about him is his his maturity. He he really seems to bring uh, a lot to the table, and I think maybe that senior class has helped him develop in his role as well. Because you talked about how how tight you guys are, is that one of the key attributes you see for him? Yeah, this guy as uh, I mean, I could talk for a long time here on him. Um, he's a great leader, as you mentioned. Uh, he's going to do everything that we ask him to do. Uh, he's a great football player obviously but he's an instinctual football player he understands the game um you know he's he's a 4.0 in the classroom guy um so he has great command of our offense um you know you mentioned defensively again uh he's a very good linebacker i'm uh yeah i'm the offensive coordinator i guess to say offensive coach so um i was hoping he didn't have to play defense um but He's that good, and, and we need him defensively. Um, so he plays hard. Uh, he's got a great head on his head on his shoulders. Uh, he leads the guy, and um, as a as a quarterback, I mean, it's everything we could ask for. And we talked about the moment and and what you guys want to accomplish now, but you're also setting what needs to be done down the road when you're when you're not here at Utica anymore as the quarterback and stuff. So do you do you take that responsibility as much as what you're trying to accomplish while you're playing here? Yeah, I definitely do. I mean um preseason and off season is the biggest parts of that. Getting those young guys in the weight room and just making sure they're on the right path. I mean, you just gotta tell them, Hey, you gotta keep this legacy going. We we set the foundation and you just gotta continue. I mean, weight room is the most important thing in football. I mean you just gotta go. And if they don't go, then they won't be as successful. I mean, that's why we're so successful this year is we had a bunch of guys with, like, perfect attendance or close to perfect attendance just in the weight room all preseason and all offseason just grinding. So as long as they can do that, and I know they will, we'll be fine down the road. And you mentioned legacy a couple times, and I, I think that's really important to you of, you know, when, I can, when you can come back in, in 10, 15 years and say, this happened while I was a quarterback at Utica, and this happened, and seeing that those kids, when he came here, you know, as seventh grade, that seventh graders are looking up to you right now and saying, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do when I'm at the at the high school level. It seems that you're taking that really to heart. Yeah, I mean, well, it all goes back to you just, you just want to do the best for your program. You don't want to have any regrets when you're done with it. So just do everything you can right now, and, I mean... The guys under you are looking up to you, even if they're just a year under you or they're in fifth or sixth grade. I mean, they're they're looking up to you, so you got to set an example and be there for them when they need it, and hopefully they'll just continue that thing on. One key area for Friday night, Coach, before we let you go? Do what we do. Um, be physical. Be aggressive. Execute. I think that was more than one thing, yeah. but we, you know, we'll, we'll, it was all encompassed yeah. into one. We, we got it. 
Guys, it's been a great season, and you've you've given uh, the Utica fans and faithful some really exciting moments. And we don't want to say past tense because we know there's more coming down the road. But congratulations on what you've accomplished. Good luck Friday against Northridge. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. We'll take a break. Come back with more of the Licking County Locker Room live from Ship Brothers Brewing here on Kate 98.7. This is the Licking County Locker Room on WCLT, W254CT Newark, Kate 98.7. At Licking Memorial Health Systems, our mission is to improve the health of the community. Our facilities utilize state-of-the-art technology that surpasses the standard for community hospitals to provide excellent health care for Licking County residents. Our health care technology features surgical robotics, advanced patient monitoring systems, cutting-edge imaging, and more to enhance patient outcomes, recovery, and safety. Stop into the toy store and upgrade your ride with epic savings on Polaris ATVs and side-by-sides. This is Jeff Ward, and now, through October 31st, you can save on select Polaris Razor, Ranger, Sportsman, and General models. With rebates up to $3,000 and financing options as low as 1.49% APR for qualified buyers. Explore the impressive Polaris lineup during our Upgrade Your Ride sales event at the toy store, Polaris. Think outside. Terms and conditions apply. Not all will qualify for See dealer for details. Driver must be at least 16 years old with a valid driver's license to operate. Aches and pains aren't trophies. They're just barriers keeping pros like you from getting the work done. You know better than anyone that this business can be backbreaking. But that's all the more reason to partner with someone who has your back. Ferris is about helping you finish strong and feel good doing it. Ferris commercial grade mowers feature patented suspension technology that allows you to mow faster and get more done while keeping you comfortable so you can feel good tomorrow. Visit Wright Brothers Power today. Ferris. Work hard. Feel good. Hughes Designer Jewelers is excited to announce their new fashion line. Evocateur comes to life with vivid colors, sleek modern designs, stunning prints, and abstract watercolors. The Evocateur line at Hughes Designer Jewelers is 100% American-made, women-owned, and handcrafted by art-driven jewelers. Cuffs, necklaces, and earrings hand-gilded with 22-karat gold leaf. With so many options, you'll find the perfect piece. Visit Hughes Designer Jewelers, the place for unique, quality jewelry in downtown Newark. All aboard! Stein Brewing Company in Newark is now Ship Brothers Brewing. Your cruise begins with a stop at the beer wall. Yes, beer wall. 36 taps lined up for you to tease your taste buds. Excite your palate with delectable, mouth-watering appetizers. And that's just the beginning. Our entrees swirl around the taste buds, sending messages of extreme pleasure to your brain. Ship Brothers Brewing, a one-of-a-kind sensory destination. Now's the time to place your Varsity Jacket order. The earlier, the better. For more than 20 years, All-Star Embroidery in Newark has been Varsity Jacket headquarters for schools all over Licking County. Trust their experts to help you through the whole process, from sizing to application. All steps are handled in-house, which means faster turnaround and no surprise pricing. All-Star Embroidery, 21st Street in Newark, and online at allstarembroidery-ltd.com. Allstarembroidery-ltd.com. Shamrock Printing is the county's best-kept secret. Their customer service and attention to detail makes every order perfect. Whether celebrating your seniors or your school. And don't forget about them at your office. Their efficiency and pricing makes them the best choice there, too. Shamrock Printing can now print signage on all kinds of materials, like wood, metal, plastic, and canvas. Whatever you want printed, whatever you want it printed on. Shamrock Printing, South 3rd Street, Newark. The Licking County Locker Room with Brian Mays. Live at Ship Brothers Brewing in downtown Newark. Here on Kate 98.7. 
And we continue our focus of Utica Athletics. We welcome in Athletic Director and Boys Head Basketball Coach Brian Radabaugh. And Coach A.D., thank you again for joining us this year. And as an Athletic Director, you know, you, you have to schedule the events and, and do all that stuff. But when you hear one of the students just be as, as calm, cool, intellective, and as professional as, as Hayden Run right there, that's got to make you feel good. Oh yeah, I mean it's you know you get into this profession because you it's all about the kids and uh, we are very lucky to have some tremendous uh, young men and women at our high school. Uh, Hayden is a great example, uh, one of our school leaders, uh, not just a football leader. Um, he's involved in the Licking County Leads program um, of of uh, our league schools that have uh, students that come together and. And get to know one another, and uh, he's a, a great asset in that regard as well. And it's just it's very refreshing when you get to be around kids like that. And I think sometimes we focus on so much of what they do on the field, no matter what the sport is. We forget that they they do take this responsibility as a community individual as much sometimes as what they do. That's, absolutely, um, you know they're, they're student athletes, right? I mean, uh, and and luckily uh, in our professions we get to see the other side of it—the people that show up and see him on Friday night, know him as Hayden, the quarterback or the linebacker, or um, you know, I dream that someday he's Hayden, the basketball player, but he, he's yet to yet to take me down that road yet. But uh, um, yeah, it just it's it's awesome. Uh, I'm just proud of our student body. I guess we're allowed to recruit on this show. I've never really had that before. We'll have to see how that goes. And then, uh, you know, as I was talking to, to Coach about his commitment to, to what he was trying to accomplish and, you know, step by step by step of getting where you want to go. And, and you know, again, as an AD, you you kind of you have to be the encouraging voice there, but then to see the, the results of what he was trying to accomplish. Absolutely. Um, you know, when we interviewed... Uh, Charlie, uh, Coach Raleigh, uh, six years ago, uh, he had a, a plan, uh, his Operation 11 plan, and, and it was very detailed, uh, it was very thorough, and he was very passionate about it, um, and it's been a pleasure to have a front seat um, and, and watching it continually grow, um, and it's been difficult at times, um, but uh, to see that finally pay off, um, and it looks like I, I think we're going to continue to see it pay off and continue to strengthen and grow. Uh, just very proud of him and happy for him, um, his coaching staff, and our players. As an athletic director at a school you know, like Utica that doesn't have all of the resources that some of the other bigger schools do, is it important to find that those coaches that can relate to the players a little bit more because they really are... Uh, can be second homes because of the amount of time that is spent at the at the school, be it academic or athletic. So, that that relationship is that something that you look for within the within the coaches that you want to bring into Utica. Yeah, and I think anymore in this day and age, that's the number one thing. Um, you know, the old adage: kids don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. Um, and he's an incredibly as good of a football coach as he's a better man. Um, and the principles that he lives by and, and teaches his kids about and, and gets them to uh, buy into, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think probably no matter where you're at, whatever resources you have, you're looking for that individual to lead that your program. Um, and uh, we're, we're very, very fortunate to have him. The LCL, you know, we keep looking to see what might be next, and you have a neighbor just up the street in Route 13 that will be joining the OC, or the LCL from the OCC in, in Mount Vernon. 
uh, next year. It, it's tough to, to gauge ahead, but and I, I don't really mean to put you on the spot, honestly, when I say this, but you've played Licking Heights, a Division II school. Could we look at maybe taking on Mount Vernon in the near future? Oh, I think for sure. Um, you know, we, we're playing them this year in a non-league game for boys basketball. We've played them in softball before and baseball, and um, so it's a great fit for our league. Um, you know, they're right down the road for us, so it's it's good for us when we have to play them. Especially, you look at a Monday night middle school game and the travel. Um, but I think it's exciting. It gives balance to our league. Uh, they bring a storied tradition in many sports. Uh, their facilities are top notch. Um, so I think it's very exciting for not only Utica but uh, the league in general. And we know there's probably going to be. I'm not saying adding schools, but just. With the growth that we know that's going to be coming to to the county, and we we talk a lot about the the western part of the county, but it's going to impact everybody, uh, you know, at some point. So, I guess change is going to be the norm. Is that and again, it's not maybe adding schools, but just of how alignment and things could be shaping up down the road. Uh, yeah, uh, I, that's a great point with alignment. Um, since we the league joined back together. Uh, we haven't had to realign in that regard due to enrollment, but that definitely could be on the horizon. I think probably the the mantra is going to be be ready for anything because um, you just don't know how much things are going to change over the next three, four, five, ten years. Uh, we know they're going to, um, but it will be interesting to see where it goes. I think it's exciting. One thing that, I, and I don't know how much athletic directors can play a role in this, but with with the growth that we're seeing with schools and things like that, the one area that's not growing is the amount of officials that we are having involved. So has the OHSAA reached out to ADs to help recruit or, or look to get maybe more involvement of that down the road? Because uh, I, I have a friend who has a person working in the officiating group in the OHSAA, and it is a major concern for them at that level, and I would hate to have sports at whatever level not be able to continue or have games canceled because you can't find enough officials. So has that been discussed at the AD level at all? Oh, absolutely. Um, we've, we've talked about it. It comes up at our meetings frequently. Um, you get communication from OHSAA as well about it. Um, a couple of schools in the area I know offer an officiating class, I think, as part of their curriculum that kids can take, um, and trying to put out the word on the need of officials. Um, just within the last two years, they've increased the pay for officials, which I think was needed, and I think it hopefully is going to help entice people to get involved and, and have it be a decent little second job or something like that. Um, and the, our league uh, this year... Uh, instilled a sportsmanship policy as a league for the fan base. Uh, I think that's a key component of it. Um, a lot of young officials get worn out by being yelled at um, from the fans, and, and I think if we can um, alleviate a little bit of that, people are going to stick with it a little bit longer. Well, in the games that we have covered, I've not heard or seen any true vulgarity, not saying that there hasn't been whispers or things of that nature, but it seems like folks are starting to realize that these folks are doing it kind of on their own time. Yeah, they're getting paid, but it is not their full-time gig, and they're trying to help a lot of areas, a lot of athletes be able to still play. So 
basically back off. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to put it, but it seems like maybe that has tempered down a little bit than, than what we've seen. I mean, you, you still see the videos of some things that happen across different areas and, and stuff like that, but hopefully that sportsmanship uh, is coming into play. Yeah, I think so. And I, and I think ultimately we're fortunate um, in our area with our sportsmanship, and uh, I know we don't see very many issues at Utica or from other schools. Um, so I think that's really good. Um, but, it, you know, something you just got to keep working at and keep working on be aware of. Um, and pr- promote the positivity. And um, I also think enough people uh, have been affected by a game cancellation due to a lack of officials now. They've had a son or daughter whose game got delayed or canceled, or maybe only one official could be there. And I, I, it just kind of opens your eyes as to what the situation is. And it seems like also the LCL is a tight new group. There are some tremendous rivalries and some schools that that Friday night, we really want to beat the off of you, but the, the respect that, that the schools have for each other. I mean, because at the end of the day, we're still about promoting the LCL and promoting what these schools do, no matter what sport we're talking about. But it seems to be almost like a family relationship. Sometimes I want to take my brother and smack him around, but at the end, I still love him. Absolutely. Well, we are very fortunate. What a great league we have. Uh, it's very competitive. Uh, the people are great. Um, and you're right. It's uh, there's a, a lot of fierce rivalries, um, but we've worked really hard at trying to develop a lot of great relationships too. Uh, a lot of these guys and girls are going to work together uh, down the road um, and be friends and be you know coworkers and things like that. Um, and they'll be able to talk about it, right, and laugh about it down the road. But uh, very fortunate to be a part of the league. It's been a it's been a great great thing for Utica. And how has um, activities or uh, participation been growing i know i asked you this question last year and you know pre or post pandemic things still growing in the right direction yeah i think it's really good um we have got a lot of student involvement our students have been very engaged the last couple years um a lot of programs are seeing an uptick in participation we have very few that are declining in participation um we added a varsity girls golf this year um, we're able to split up our track program now because we have enough kids. So where we have a boys head coach and a girls head coach, um, so we're seeing a lot of really positive things out of our student body. Boys basketball, have we started practice yet? Well, we're not allowed to legally start practice, but yeah, we've had we've been we've been set in the you gym. up. I swear, <laughs> we we've we've been in the gym uh, working hard and uh, really looking forward to the season. But uh, I know me personally. While I'm ready for it, I've been having a ball this fall, um, watching our football team, our volleyball team continue to improve. Um, cross country's having another great year. Um, golf, I mean, all of it. It's just it's been a really fun fall at, at Utica High School. Okay, I'm not done with hoops yet because you've had you've had back to back 15 and nine campaigns. Um, you've got some holes to to fill. Yep. Uh, on that thing, but have you been able to to build it where? It can, I mean, are you, you never want to say the word satisfied with a coach, because I know a sure. coach is never satisfied, but the building of where you're at right now, you like it? I do. I do. We've got another great group of seniors uh, back. Um, we'll have six, seven, maybe eight seniors possibly. Um, and then we've got some young guys behind them. Uh, we got, we need some people to step up, that's for sure. But we also bring back a lot of experience um, with Roman and uh, Gavin and Dylan and Logan and um, you know, and then other guys ready to step in. So, and those guys have been a part of, you know, two really successful seasons. Um, 
and it's on their mind to go try to do something like that again. So, you know, that's when you talk about you build something, um, and winning breeds winning, success breeds success, and you know we're going to find out. We we hope we're there, and 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 we're gonna we're gonna give it a run. How much has the game changed in regards to we? We see it at the at the NBA and college level where uh, a three can play a four and can play a two and stuff. Are you seeing that at the high school level where it's really not defined by a position, more by what that certain player can do? Yeah, the, it, the skill sets have changed um, and the game has changed, and it's in a lot of ways it's positionless basketball. You, you ha- you're trying to develop guys that can everybody can shoot and dribble, and um, you know it just seems like every year the kids are more athletic, um, and so the game has definitely changed. It's a it's a up and down game. It seems. I was about like to say, does it make time. it more fluid I, I in a way? It, I think at times it does. Um, you know, because multiple kids can play point guard and multiple kids can handle it. And, you know, us, for example, we don't have a lot of big bodies. Um, so we're not trying to jam the ball into the post a lot. And, you know, a lot of guys are asked to kind of play the same role um, in what we expect of them. So it's it's been interesting to see it change, but it's been fun. Is a shot clock warranted? Man, that's a great question. Uh, I would be okay with the shot clock. Because I don't think many games are truly would would truly be affected by it. Uh, most teams are shooting the ball in less than 20 or 30 seconds as it is. Uh, so I think the the people that are against the shot clock don't really realize that there's not that many that many teams that play to the end of the possession. Um, so I I would be okay with it. The AD side of me. We have to install them. We have to buy them. Who's yeah. going to run them? Things like that. <laughs> That's true. And if you would pick a time, would you do 45, 35, 30? Yeah, I, th- I think probably 40, somewhere around 40. I, I wouldn't want to go as low as 30. Um, I do think in high school basketball, um, you know, the ability for an underdog to stay in some games um, would be dependent on not having to shoot the ball as quick. Um, so I think your traditionalist mindset there would, would want to give the underdog a chance. Um, and I think the lower the shot clock is, the less upsets you'd see. Yeah, and I was against it to start with because I, I, I guess I'm old school, and I'm still looking to see those players develop and, and understanding plays and systems and things of that nature. But on the other hand, it's part of the of what they're seeing at that next level, be it college, pro, or what have you. And if you're an, you know, maybe an upperclassman team, you know what you're going to run. And some plays will take 10 seconds. Some plays you might want to go 20 seconds. So maybe it helps understand the game of basketball uh, a little bit more. I mean, I, I never think we had it at the high school level, minus a few games. You didn't have the four corners. You, you still wanted to run some type of offense. So I think it's eventually going to get here. Um, it's probably more more beneficial for the player today than maybe it was 10, 15 years ago. Well, I think so. I think, I, I think it would benefit the players. I think, and I think the fans, right? I mean, it's... Uh it's more exciting to see the ball get shot and and see the teams you know go up and down a little bit. So uh, I think it's definitely coming. Um, they'll have to figure some logistics out. They'll have to figure out you know at what level does that go down to? Or is that a seventh grade shot clock? Yeah. Or is this? Are we talking just high school? Or um, so those things I think probably have to be ironed out. But I would say within probably two or three years we'll have one. 
Last question before I let you go, and again, appreciate your time on this Monday evening. Uh, we've talked a lot about, you know, Utica itself is with, with the coach and Hayden about the community. And as an athletic director, some people love the job you do. Some people, not that thrilled. I mean, when it's a tight-knit community and you've got to answer to a lot of different people, what, what's that like? Well, it, there's good days and bad days. Um, but I'll tell you what, being from the community, um, and and it's a very special community to me and you know i went to high school there uh so i take a lot of pride in in my involvement there and uh you know from that aspect i love it um and it's just it's great to have a um such a wonderful football season uh our our bleachers are jam-packed that's a good problem for me to have makes you know a little bit busier um but at the same time um you know wouldn't trade that for anything um but yeah it's it's like any job there's some, there's some perks to it and some some things that are difficult, but you work through those together and um, you know having a tight knit community makes that possible. And when you have a night like you did about three weeks ago, winning a game that the whole community enjoyed, yep. I'm sure there was a point, maybe it was 11, 11:30 that night, where you could sit back and go. Oh, that was pretty fun. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I was doing that about 9.30. There, there you go. Brian, appreciate your time. Congratulations yeah. on the success you've had as the coach and AD at Utica. Keep it going. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. We'll wrap this edition up with the Lucking County Locker Room after our final timeout here on Kate 98.7. Power and versatility. The Kubota M7 tractor is built for hay and forge work. Up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, easy-to-use controls, all-day comfort. And your choice of a 30 by 15 semi-power shift or Kubota variable transmission. And rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your hometown Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Zanesville or online at LashleyTractor.com. Before you know it, we'll be ringing in 2024. Go bowling for New Year's Eve at Park Lane. Call 740-899-4131, option 2, to make your reservations for New Year's Eve. As we're now taking the first 30 spots on each shift. Pick your shift. The first shift is 4 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. $80 per lane for up to five guests. Second shift is 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. for $130 per lane for up to five guests. Don't be left out. Call Park Lanes today. You must prepay for your reservation. Searching for a treasure? A special trading card? How about a video game? Buckeye Games and Flea Market is the place to visit. The video game and toy section will shock you. Visit the large flea market in the back where you'll find many vendors. You're sure to find that special treasure. New items daily. Shop early for Christmas at Buckeye Games and Flea Market. 857 South 30th Street in Heath. Open seven days a week. Desserts Bakery, for over eight years, serving 35 flavors of cupcakes, cookies, buckeyes, cake pops, donuts, and more. Order your custom cakes from Desserts Bakery for any occasion. 381 South 30th Street in Heath, directly across from Wyan Avenue. Life is sweeter with desserts. Everyone says it's the journey that matters. Not so at Ship Brothers Brewing. Ship Brothers is a destination in the heart of downtown Newark that is so spectacular, there's nothing like it anywhere. Come aboard to experience incredible appetizers, outstanding burgers and sandwiches, and the one-of-a-kind beer wall. What? That's right. Don't wait on a bartender anymore. Head to the beer wall and design your own tasting flight. Ship Brothers Brewing, a one-of-a-kind sensory destination. 
Now's the time to place your Varsity Jacket order. The earlier, the better. For more than 20 years, All-Star Embroidery in Newark has been Varsity Jacket headquarters for schools all over Licking County. Trust their experts to help you through the whole process, from sizing to application. All steps are handled in-house, which means faster turnaround and no surprise pricing. All-Star Embroidery, 21st Street in Newark, and online at allstarembroidery-ltd.com. allstarembroidery-ltd.com. Shamrock Printing is the county's best-kept secret. Their customer service and attention to detail makes every order perfect. Whether celebrating your seniors or your school. And don't forget about them at your office. Their efficiency and pricing makes them the best choice there, too. Shamrock Printing can now print signage on all kinds of materials, like wood, metal, plastic, and canvas. Whatever you want printed, whatever you want it printed on. Shamrock Printing, South 3rd Street, Newark. We're back talking high school football with the Licking County Locker Room. Live at Ship Brothers Brewing in downtown Newark here on Kate 98.7. And the game's coming up this Friday night. We'll start in the LCL Cardinal. The Johnstown Johnnies looking to stay unbeaten in lead play. They play at Lakewood to take on the Lancers. These Utica Redskins taking on the Northridge Vikings, a chance to move to 6-3 and three in, uh, overall and move to 2-2 two and two in lead play and continue to have their shot at getting into postseason with a victory against the Vikings. And Heath looking to stay unbeaten in the LCL Cardinal. They travel to Newark Catholic to take on the Green Wave. LCL Buckeye, Watkins on the road. They play at Zanesville. Heights having a non-conference game. They welcome in Harvest Prep, a team that's really rolling right now. They are 6-1. and one. And back to the OCC Capital, Newark on the road at Groveport. Our game is in the LCL Buckeye. Granville hosting Licking Valley at Walter J. Hodges Stadium. Pre-game will be at 6.45 and the live kickoff at 7 o'clock. Next Monday night here at Ship Brothers Brewing for our next edition of the Licking County Locker Room. We will be featuring the Lakewood Lancers. Hopefully you can join us for that. That'll do it for this Monday evening. Thanks to Utica's AD, Brian Radabaugh, head coach Charlie Rowley, quarterback and linebacker Hayden Piper for joining us tonight. This is Brian Mays. Have a great rest of your Monday evening, everyone. You've been listening to the Licking County Locker Room live from Ship Brothers Brewing here on Kate 98.7. This has been the Licking County Locker Room on Kate 98.7. Each week we feature a local high school from Licking County. Brought to you by Ship Brothers Brewing. Shamrock Printing, All-Star Embroidery, Pew's Designer Jewelers, Licking Memorial Health Systems, Lashley Tractor Sales, Desserts Bakery, Buckeye Games and Flea Market, Park Lanes, Wright Brothers Power, and The Toy Store. Tune in next week to the Licking County Locker Room here on Kate 98.7.